right. Well, here we go. Welcome to the Symphonies for the Mind live monthly call. I'm hosting this on Halloween night. So some of you guys are trick-or-treating, shelling out. Maybe you'll like to listen to this afterwards. Um, it's always a special time for me to pause uh, once a month before the month begins, before we start a new practice, and in this case, a new theme, and share with you the theme, the meaning behind it, how it will serve and support you, and also just connect with you, because that's always been a huge part of symphonies. I didn't just want to build this community of people that I didn't know and that I didn't feel connected to, even though all of us are connected and all, are, all of us are one on a spiritual level, there's something special about just connecting with people and um, seeing them on these monthly calls. So tonight, uh, we launch into a new theme tomorrow, 1st of November. For two months, we're working on this theme, because as you probably know at this point, on the symphony's journey, we work on a theme for 60 days. The first 30 days, uh, we're just really getting our feet wet with the theme. I've created a few shorter meditations for you. And in the second month, we go deeper with that theme. And in that case, I usually create a longer meditation for you. And that just means I can integrate more elements into that meditation. And the second month, uh, a lot of people find a lot of benefit to just go deeper with the theme. You know, it's the ego that gets bored and says, oh, I want to switch. I want another meditation. I want another theme. But we can get or gain great spiritual value by giving ourselves permission to go deeper with a powerful theme. And in this case, it's mastering the divine language. So just to uh, share with you, I always like to remind people the intention of symphonies for the mind. It is where I always like to say personal growth comes together with meditation. It's a way to go deeper because it allows you to do the work in a deeper level of mind, specifically the subconscious mind. That's also the creative mind, and it is the part of your mind, 90% of your mind, that also holds those limiting beliefs that we all carry. So that's the place you want to access, right? And also the intention of symphonies is to really help you shift from theory to application, to practice. And that's where the magic is. And you'll really see that having come to life with the last meditations I've created for you, and in particular, this one. There's a real focus on bringing theory, these things we all know about at this point in time. We've all read very similar books uh, on personal growth and spiritual growth, but there's a big difference between theory and application, okay, and practice. So the intention is not so much to review. The intention is not so much with symphonies. Whenever I come up with a, a new theme, um, is 
to teach or review the personal growth or spiritual principle, but rather to help you bring them to life in your life. So my intention when I come up with a new theme to wrap a meditation around, sure, we can always learn more about that theme, but the intention is more to help you begin to practice it and apply it in your daily life. To help you do the work and shift from these being just nice, this just being nice theory to practice and application, to you gaining a sense, a growing sense, especially over those two months, that this is coming to life. And at this point in my own long personal journey, I'm not even sure if that's possible without meditation. You know, all those personal growth themes and spiritual themes I used to study over and over years and years ago, I I understood it in theory, but it was really hard for me to put it into daily practice without meditation. And many spiritual scientists like Dr. Joe Dispenza and all his world-shifting work are confirming this, that meditation really allows you to go deeper into the mind, and that's the place to do the work. Because at this point, when it comes to this new theme, mastering the divine dialogue, You, me, all of us, or many of us, a growing number of us, we we know this, that there is this divine dialogue going on. And there's a place in you where it just makes sense that, yes, of course, we are part of this divine dialogue. It's always going on. That just makes sense. There is a divine dialogue always going on. And we can pray and we can frame this in many ways and have over the years. You know, you've heard of things like thoughts become things, what you think about, you bring about. That's the divine dialogue always going on, this creative dialogue, this creative force. The divine is within us and all around us. And we are always being guided. So the problem is not so much that the divine God, a higher loving consciousness, however you wish to frame that for yourself, the problem is not so much that this divine isn't speaking to us. It's more that we're not listening. We're not proactively pausing and listening. And yet, it's hard to pause and listen. And it's getting harder in today's nonstop world. And with so many mounting uncertainties around us, it's getting even harder to feel this divine energy that we're all part of and certainly to communicate actively with it. Yet it is because of this, because of what you are going through, because of what's going on in the world, and because of how busy 
and so unpredictable things are so much of the time that you, me, all of us benefit from this daily work and practice. When life is even crazier, we need our meditation even more. When we're even busier, we need our meditation practice even more. It doesn't work the other so well the other way around. Oh, I'm too busy. I'll 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 meditate later. It's because you're busy that you have to meditate even more. And it's not so much that we need to arrive at a point where we have it all perfect. Our mind is like a monk or something like that. Some of you have been on this journey for a while. And maybe every once in a while, you might find yourself saying, oh, my mind isn't perfectly peaceful yet. Well, maybe that's not the point. And there is no perfect arrival. But if you pause and sit quietly, you'll notice there's a difference on the days you meditate, the mornings you take time and you wake up with a meditation practice. And when life gets even crazier, when you don't forego that meditation practice, you'll notice. And if you reflect back, there might be even a subtle and yet so significant difference from the you years or months ago before you started a regular meditation practice to the you today. And mastery in this sense, as I'm referring it to it, mastering the di divine dialogue, mastery means practice. It doesn't mean perfection. And integrating the, this principle, the divine dialogue, more and more into our daily life. That's mastery. It's the living and breathing it. It's not getting at all perfect and never falling down or messing up. Okay. <laughs> Mastering the divine dialogue came to me as a theme months ago through my own personal and spiritual work. Of course, you always hear me reference A Course in Miracles, Dr. Joe Dispenza, all his works. And also, in the last few months, uh, countless inspiring uh, content that was coming our way. Uh, Jerry and I, you know, after our morning meditation practice, Jerry would come across uh, some really inspiring content and he would immerse himself in it and then he would show it to me and a lot of this was referencing the divine dialogue and while I was listening and reading I realized how much of a gap there is between theory and this being very real in our life in our daily life and you know this is true. It is true that every thought, every emotion, every word, and every action is a creation. Every thought you think, every emotion you feel, every word you speak, every action you choose is creating your life. And every thought you choose, every emotion you feel, every word you speak, every action you choose is either in alignment or not 
so much in alignment with the highest version and vision of yourself. So there's no gray area here. It's just you believe that or you don't. And I don't know about you, but I really, that, that really rings true for me. So if we believe that because of everything that we've read and everything that we've come across, and we're living in, a, in an age of expanding consciousness, despite all the, the craziness that's going on in the world, we are, where these spiritual principles are no longer woo-woo stuff. They just make like common sense. Yes, of course, that makes sense. So the practice then, if this rings true, that every thought, every emotion, every word, and every action is a creative one, is creating your life or taking away from it, then the practice is to become more and more vigilant and awake and aware of what we're choosing, what thoughts we're thinking, what emotions we're choosing. Notice how I use the word choosing, okay? What words we're speaking and what actions we're taking, whether they are in alignment or not so much in alignment with the highest vision and version of ourself. What are we choosing? So the practice is to become more and more vigilant. Yet mostly, let's face it, and I don't say this with judgment because I have a lot of work to do in this area as well. We're not that vigilant. Many thoughts, emotions run us and they just come about automatically and very much often unconsciously. Yet you are a divine being, one with the divine, connected to all, not simply just this body. That makes sense, right? You are so much more. So it's time, I thought, as I was diving into this theme in my own life more and more, it's time to master this divine dialogue to practice it more and more in our daily life, in our meditation and take it into our day. It's time to go and be less and less unconscious when it comes to our thoughts, our emotions, our words, and our actions. It's time to become more and more conscious, awake, aware in each moment. Now that sounds like a lot of work, right? But it's worthy work. It's so worthwhile. I would say it's vital. I use that word a lot. And when we do this work through meditation, we can begin to practice or gain a sense that it's coming to life for us in our life. When we do the work in meditation, Meditation helps slow everything down, even a little. Give us that sense of what that's even like. And the more we practice that in meditation, 
the more we can take that into our life. And that comes about by practicing intentional moments of pausing, slowing. A Course in Miracles calls these pauses holy instants. I love that. Taking just a holy instant, maybe, you know, a few times an hour, pausing to take a breath. And in that moment, an instant, you can pause and just choose the thought that is more in alignment with your highest self, the emotion that is, the word, the action. So that's a, a little bit about this month's theme. It's going to take us until the end of the year. And so in November, I've created for you two meditations, a morning mastery and an evening mastery. I thought it would be really great. And I know I always emphasize the morning meditation, and that is foundational. Game changer. Can't miss that. Okay. But I thought because this theme is so particularly powerful, mastering the divine dialogue, that I would create an evening meditation, an evening reflection, so you can end the day reflecting with great kindness towards yourself on how the day went, when and where on that day were you in alignment with the highest version and vision of yourself, and when were you not? I do this now regularly in my own life, and it's so powerful. So this is all for you to practice getting better and better and better, more and more conscious, and less and less unconscious. And as I said before, this is not just a nice thing to do. Hey, I've got a bit of time. I can do this. It's vital. You know, we live in, and I know you've heard it probably many times, we live in some pretty wacky, crazy times, uncertain times. And I think we need our meditation practice even more. Now, we need to practice connecting to something real and solid and true within to navigate these times. So I'm going to get into your meditation practice. Just shift in some papers here. So your, as I said, you have two meditations this month and by tomorrow, they will be up on the member site. You've got the morning mastery meditation, and that's about 13 minutes long. And the evening mastery meditation, it's about eight minutes long. And they're composed to a piece of music called Spiritual Transcendence. Beautiful, flowy, ethereal, ethereal, I can't say that word, but hopefully you know what I mean. A piece of music, beautiful, angelic. So I'll take you through a little bit about uh, your morning meditation. Your morning meditation begins with a declaration and that goes something like this. It's time now to consciously create my reality. 
it's time to master the creative divine dialogue that is always taking place. Okay, so it opens with this quiet, clear, calm declaration. And it launches you into breathing, you know, beginning to calm the brain and mind. And then we go very quickly into creating what's called heart coherence, aligning the brain mind with the heart. This is spoken a lot about in Dr. Joe Dispenza's work, the importance of it. There's a lot of reasons why this is important, but one of the biggest reasons is to help you access elevated emotions. And without, you know, a calm brain and beginning to communicate with the heart, it's difficult to access authentic elevated emotions. But that's why we launch right into it. And I actually, uh, you know, cue you to place a hand on your precious heart to engage heart intelligence. This is actually a technique that is studied by the Heart Math Institute. It's pretty cool. So it's like grounded in science, you know, which I always love. So then we get into an area of gratitude. I give thanks for this new day. I give thanks for each life-giving breath. I give thanks for the simplest and beautiful things. I linger for a few breaths in gratitude. And then we get into a part of the meditation. And this is repeated a few times. And it is this, this divine... Um, divine affirmations or divine statements, I call them. And as you practice this in your meditation, you might find yourself being able to memorize and be able to repeat these particular divine statements, affirmations, whatever, however you want to call them, um, phrase, and you might be able to take them into your day and use them to actually help you replace thoughts, uh, words that show up during the day that aren't necessarily aligned with your highest vision and version of yourself. We all go there. We all have thoughts that are not always aligned, but the key is that we're, we're practicing having our words and thoughts be more in alignment. So I integrate this part of the meditation because I want you to actually intentionally practice these divine declarations, affirmations. So they go something like this. I'm abundant in peace and prosperity. I'm abundant in opportunities. I'm whole and complete. I am deserving. All is well. Nothing is missing. I'm living my purpose. I'm shining my light. I'm consciously creating with the divine. So this is repeated a few times this month in the shorter meditation. And I think I have it repeated a few more times in the longer meditation next month. So after that, we go right into a visualization. I think I stated this in last month's meditation. I'm integrating an aspect of visualization in almost all the meditations I create for you. 
because I think it is a really important technique to continue practicing, not every once in a while, but all the time you have this skill, we just need to hone it and practice it. So I have you bring to mind a picture in your mind of who you what you desire to experience, what you desire to create, and who you desire to be. And this is all stated in the present mo moment, which is another key to mastering the divine dialogue. Your declarations, your affirmations are stated in the present moment. That's how you dialogue with the divine. I am. I am being this. Okay. What am I experiencing now in this moment? What am I creating? Who am I being? It's all present moment statements. Okay. It's another key to divine dialoguing. Okay. And um, so then we go into, then we arrive at a part of the meditation that is super vital when it comes to dialoguing with the divine, creating with the divine. And that's the area of trust, trusting that, you know, you'll hear in the meditation, um, I trust that this creation, my desires, my intentions are on their way. They are real. As I trust, I create a powerful vortex. I am telling the universe, the divine, I've got this. You've got this. I trust. So let's face it. None of us, well, you know, all of us to varying degrees are great with trust. Or we can get better with trust. And trust is a vital element of divine dialoguing. And that's why I've included it into your meditation. So that's basically, we end obviously with um, uh, repeating uh, certain uh, declarations and words and, um, and with gratitude. So that's your morning meditation practice. Now let me get into a little bit of the evening mastery, okay? Got all these notes here. Hear me shuffling the papers around. So the your evening mas mastery, again, this is something new. I don't always or usually create an evening meditation for you as well. But I thought this theme is so powerful. What if you could anchor your day, your morning um, mastery, working on your divine dialogue, and then ending your day with a meditation, which is basically a reflection on how the day went. Okay, so this is an eight minute meditation composed to the same piece of music, spiritual transcendence. And it's really intended to be a reflection on the day done with loving kindness to yourself. Because maybe during the day, you know, some of your words, thoughts, emotions, and actions were not in alignment with the highest version and vision of yourself. And the point is not to beat yourself up. The point is to lovingly reflect 
on where they were not. And then to visualize in meditation before you go into the night and actually step into your subconscious mind, which is what sleep helps us do, to lovingly visualize, you know, how you wish to be. Tomorrow's a new day. You know, so it's a very powerful meditation, you know, and one to help you lovingly step back into grace and the highest version and vision of yourself. And, you know, just understand that there's always this divine dialogue going on. And as I stated before, to get better and better and better at and more and more aware and become more and more conscious and go less and less and less unconscious to this. That this is just, it's always there. You know, there's always this dialogue going on. So I hope you have fun with this. And um, I'd love to hear from you as you're using the meditation, working with it throughout the month. In December, you'll go deeper with it. I have a longer morning meditation prepared for you. But have fun dipping your toes into it, using the morning meditation, and see if you can begin to create a new daily habit of ending your day with a meditation practice. It's eight minutes. You know what? If you have trouble sleeping, this will really help. If you've had a really particularly challenging day, it's so amazing to end it with a meditation. You'll see some some big differences, some big shifts. So I thank you for joining me. And if you need any help, you know where to find me. That's also part of Symphonies for the Mind. I did make a suggestion on the last e-letter that I sent out, and you may or may not have caught that. In 2024, I'm going to try uh, something where I'm just going to reach out to you guys and ask you if there's any particular personal growth or spiritual themes that you would really like to work on, go deeper with in 2024. I usually have no problems coming up with themes and I and I don't, I never do. But I thought, you know what, I'd really like to hear from you. Are there any, you know, that any personal growth or spiritual themes that you'd really, you know, like to work on next month? And I'd really like to hear from you. So thank you everyone for joining. Happy Halloween. Maybe there's a few more kids coming to your door. <laughs> Those late ones, the big kids coming for the rest of the candy. But I wish you well. And as I said, I'm always here to help. Take care. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs>